This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 29. I'm your host, Ray Ray. And I'm Brizzy. And welcome to the episode. Now, before Brizzy tells everybody about this week's guest, we are recording this on Sunday. And we fully realize that if you're listening to this on Tuesday, there's a very good chance that the Lightning may have won the Stanley Cup, or maybe they haven't and it's gone to a game seven. So we're gonna try to uh, not talk too much about uh, the series. And next week, we will be sure to address uh, whoever the winner of the Stanley Cup is. But uh, our life's gotta go on, our podcast has to go on, and I don't want to wait again and stay up late like I did last night watching this game going to double overtime only for the stars to take it to game six. So that's, that's how we feel about that. <laughs> At least that's how I feel about that. But we yeah. will address the winner on our Instagram page. Of course. When it happens. Of course. Of course. So look, before we talk more about where this series is at, Breezy, why don't you fill everybody in on uh, this week's guest for the episode? Yeah, this week's guest is a CEO, which is top dog, in my opinion. Uh, he's the CEO of the brand Summerscapes. Uh, his name is Kevin Hennessy. He has a ton of stories that, I mean, he was just spilling them out of the freaking kazoo. Um we had a really good time talking to him. He's really insightful. He obviously is running a brand that is, you know, very popular in the hockey world and a lot of pros wear it. A lot of agents are wearing them. I mean, and a lot of fans are wearing them. So he was able to give us some insights on what it's like to run a business in the hockey world, uh, as well as uh, building relationships with players and teams and organizations and the league as a whole and pretty much anything you have to do when you have a brand and you want to work with a professional sports team. So a lot of interesting stuff that was there, uh, a lot of cool stories. And I think, uh, I think if you have uh, the drive to, or a passion to start a a business and, or are just fascinated with uh, businesses that you would uh, really like this episode. Oh yeah. He is full of insight on tactics of, being able to run a sex, holy shit, <laughs> to run a successful business and this, the summer skates, the slides, the flippy floppies, the flip flops, whatever other words you call them are really the awesome. Flop anonymous. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Yeah. Those. <laughs> 
they're really awesome. And it was really interesting to hear how they took an idea from the guy who founded the company and took it to the next level. And, and all the trials and, and tribulations, as cheesy as that phrase is, it's true of how they were able to make this business what it is today. And a bunch of the names that came up from the NHL side that you will hear about are Connor McDavid, Matt Duchesne, Brent Burns, uh, Burnsy, and Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown, John Tavares. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a ton of names and we were just kind of going back and forth on, on a lot of names and um, Pronger, I mean, Chris Pronger. He, yeah, there were so many. I don't know. I can't even remember anymore to be honest. It was so many, so many great stories. Uh, so whether you want to hear about the, the players side of the, of life or the business side, I think you'll really enjoy the interview. Yeah. And before we get started, we do have to let you know, there is another Sidney Crosby story, but it's because we asked about it because there seems to always be a Sidney Crosby story. So if you don't want to hear it, just suck fast it up. Or fast forward. Fast it's forward. At the end. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry yeah. about it. We've made our, our interview questions, our, our two questions that we always ask at the end of our interviews. Uh, who's your favorite hunk and who's your favorite hockey lady? We've added a third question now, which is, do you have a Sidney Crosby story? <laughs> because this is just it's not a control. <laughs> it's out of control. Everyone's a fan of Sid. And we're not going out and saying, who is a Sidney Crosby fan? Let's bring them on. <laughs> no, we are not doing that. Don't worry for all of you who hate Sidney Crosby. I don't know how you could hate the guy, really. Those people. I, if you're one of those, explain to me why. But uh, we like the guy. He's a great player. He's a great guy. And the stories that we've had on the podcast prove that. And let's talk about this Stars Lightning series just briefly because a lot of our comments might be null and void by the time you guys are listening to this episode. But... Uh, I have to say, I <laughs> I was so pissed last last night, game five, when it went into double overtime and the Stars won. Now, it's not because I don't, it's not because I hate the Stars or anything. I don't know what it is when it's not your team playing. It's kind of like, uh, I just stayed up for this and this <laughs> happened. But, you know, if it was your team, your emotions and feelings are so different. Like if it was the Blackhawks or if it was the Kings, I could care less if it went into double overtime and I was up late and, you know, they took it to game six. Uh, I just think it's interesting when you're watching it, it's not your team and that happens. But I also, this year just has such a different, I don't know, I think it's just such a different feel, this Stanley Cup final, where... Last year, you know, you had these great stories from the Blues and you really were invested in the final, even though obviously I'm not a Blues fan and I can't stand them, but it was such an interesting storyline. And I just feel like we're not really getting that this series. And I think it's got a different feel. (laughs) 
and and obviously the whole world's all fucked up right now. So, you know, the, add that into all of it. But but then if you didn't stay up for it, you'd be like, wow, I should have stayed up that extra hour or two because now I don't have hockey until whoever, whenever, whatever that is. Exactly. That was my other thought. And then I'm thinking, you're being ridiculous, Rachel, because once this is over, we don't know when we're yeah, going to get hockey. Yeah, stop being ridiculous. Just stop being ridiculous. You're fine. You know. That's Just sleep like, in a little later. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I was like, all right. I'm staying up because if I don't stay up and I, and Lord Stanley comes out and I don't see him, this is, I'm going to feel horrible. So yeah. No one wants to feel horrible. No. Now, how did you, how have you felt about this series? Same. I mean, I feel like my emotions not really like all there because again, it's like, I mean, it's, it's not like one of my teams or whatever. Um, I think it's still exciting I think the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are outplaying the Dallas Stars, you know, 10 to 1 for the most part. But then I think Dallas, you know, they're, uh, they have the hunger. They want to win and whatnot. I just don't think that they're connecting all the dots. Um, so it's still kind of a surprise. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. And Tampa was looking real good yesterday. I thought that they were going to score it you know, a goal in overtime first, they had a lot of good looks, a lot of good chances. Um, I think that the goal scored in overtime that ultimately made the uh, Dallas Stars win wasn't that much of a pretty goal. I wasn't super excited. Sometimes I, I get really excited over goals, especially if like, it's like, oh my God, that was incredible, you know, but um, the way they won it, it was kind of like, oh, that was lucky. That was lucky. But We'll see how uh, we'll see how the next one goes, and I don't know. I'll just I'll keep my cup out. I had my cup out last night, and I will bring my cup out again because why not? Also, we want to remind everybody about our store, uh, yeah, House of Hockey Podcast dot what for apparel dot com. You can shop our merch. We've got some really fun hockey mugs and shirts and sweatshirts. And there's an ant on the wall. Okay, I fixed that. And Jeez, you have like a sniper eye. How did you even see? You're all like talking and like you just reach behind you. Ant, got it. Boom, yeah. done. Oh yeah, I, it's, wow. it's a, impressive. It's a my producer mind. I see everything in the background all the time. I can't help myself. But uh, if you're watching on video, you can see that beautiful moment. Either way, the um, store is pretty awesome. And the merchandise is not just our logo. You know, there's phrases and fun stuff on there that all hockey fans of, of any team, I think, would uh, enjoy. So our giveaway was a success. We gave away a hoodie and that will be going out hopefully this week. And also this week's guest has offered to do a giveaway with us. Yes. Yeah. So we are in the works of uh, getting that going uh, with Kevin. Uh, we'll have more details later this week. Uh, so keep your eye out for that. Do you want a pair of summer skates? For free, for free, for free, for <laughs> free, not a discount code free. <clears throat> yeah. Like you yourself could get a pair of summer skates in your size and your color that you want for free, get it for yeah. free. If you, and all you would have to do is whatever, 
you know, little thing we require in order to win. Exactly. And we and do pick winners because there's do. a lot of brands out there that say like, oh, do this, do that. And then they don't pick winners. And I know that for a fact. Really? Yep. <gasps> That's a bunch of bullshit. Yep. It happens. Are you serious? I'm serious. What is, is wrong with people? I mean, why? Come on. Brands, are, brands will do anything to... Uh, Sorry, I probably shouldn't be bashing brands, but yeah, I've you worked, should. That's because that's working, not right. Yeah, well, I've worked with a few brands, and I work with brands that have worked with brands. And if you're supposed to, you know, if there's like this crazy thing going on, and like, especially if it's like a big trip, like, you know, when like a five day vacation at whatever resort or whatever, but there's like a lot you have to do, like like and comment and whatever this and that. Sometimes people, they don't pick a winner and they're just like, hmm, we got a lot of followers or we got a lot of emails for this. Sketch. Well, fuck those people. We yeah. actually gave it away. Uh, we posted the winner's name. Yes, She's we did. getting the product and, and we're going to actually another, give it away. <laughs> we actually will give it away. We will do that. Ay, ay, ay. People are just crazy. Oh, and also... We would love it if some of you who listen and really love the podcast, if you have some free time this week, head on over to iTunes and we would love if you would rate and review us. It really does help uh, get this podcast out to more people and uh, promote it and share our awesome interviews and content uh, with more people without you having to beg your friends to listen or, you know, convince them to listen. Um, you should do that too. But if you don't want to <laughs> just um, rate and review us on iTunes or any of the platforms that will let you do that. We would really appreciate it. Are you, uh, <laughs> you got any good meat you're cooking? Uh, today? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing uh, two new flavors of jerky. Yeah, how's the jerky so, going? It's good. I've I think this is my third or fourth week now. I do uh, I try to do two flavors a week to try to figure out which one's the best, different marinades and whatnot. So, two new flavors this week. I have a maple bourbon and I have a Voodoo Louisiana Lightning. So Ooh, I like that. It's going to be we have a sweet and a spicy, and we'll see how it goes. And then next week I'll probably make a batch or two of uh, the best flavors so far, along with my signature barbecue sauce called the Meat Mate. And I'm going to send it out to a friend who's going to make labels or design labels for me, so I can start uh, selling the product. Exciting! Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that. that's mm -hmm. all that's going on over here. Uh, they put the ice in at where the UNE girls, my neighbors who were on, uh, what, two weeks ago on the podcast, they, they, I'm going to hold them to taking me to the ice and teaching me how to skate. <laughs> so um, they just put the ice down and now I have to bug them to sneak me in or allow me in and pad me up and show me how to skate. I feel like I need to get you like a GoPro so you can like GoPro yourself. <laughs> yes oh i'm gonna, so I just oh i feel like you're just gonna thing. you're gonna have like this like look on your face like i'm gonna fall i'm gonna hurt myself katie grab my hand mm -hmm. <laughs> oh full on like 
I have to record the whole thing. I, I, I'm serious. Like, I'm going to make them put pads on me. Like, all, all the things that they wear as hockey players for my safety. You know, elbows and and the shins and the whole thing. And, and like, I want to wear a helmet. I want to wear a full cage. I don't want to knock my teeth out. I've been anxious about all of this. Like, I can't, I'm not just going to go out there and, like, workout clothes and a sweatshirt no 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 i get to see you now like full pads face mask face shield just like doing like the inchworm on the ice like i want to get off now <laughs> that's I'm what's gonna... going on in my mind oh yeah that's what Sundays. it's gonna look like <laughs> i'm gonna look ridiculous and i don't care i want to learn how yeah. to do it that was one thing watching the game uh the other day i was like god that just looks like so much fun, the way they can just move around on the ice. And I mean, yeah. I'm just like, I want to be able to do that. So I, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. <laughs> happen. We will see. Our podcast is proud to be on the Hockey Podcast Network. And the network is home to many other incredible podcasts, including this one. Tales with TR, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Follow Terry Ryan on all social media platforms. New episodes every Tuesday or Thursday, wherever you download podcasts from. This week's guest is the CEO of your favorite summer skate brand, Summer Skates. Kevin Hennessy, welcome to the House of Hockey. Well, it's great to be here, guys. Uh, looking forward to a good conversation and uh, seeing where it goes. Definitely. So let's just uh, jump right into it. How did the brand start? Yeah, it's uh, kind of like anything in these good entrepreneurial stories by accident uh, in one sense. So um, Miles Doak, who is a founder and uh, and still part of the business, uh, Miles at the time was in university still, and he had uh, made a sandal with laces on it that he had brought in to the area where we live. And at the time, I'm working sort of big corporate things that I had done over my career to that point. And a, a friend of mine gave me a pair of the slides. And I was like, oh, wow, these are really cool. Because, I mean, hockey laces on some sandals. I mean, who doesn't want to walk, you know, walk around these off the ice? So it's kind of like uh, hockey with you all the time. And uh, so I liked them. And the, I asked them how much they were. They're like 30 bucks. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a little expensive for what they were, for the quality that that Miles had kind of come up with at the time. But again, he's in university just sort of going through the online stuff, figuring out how to make this this great product. So what happened was uh, the, the person who gave it to me knew the family and knew Miles. So uh, he, he a, a couple nights later, I woke up at like four in the morning and uh, I, I remember clear day, my wife's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I got to just text Jay. Uh, I got to connect up with, you know, these people to, to tell them what I think they need to do. And so then it ended up the next, he got that the next day, connected up. And a couple of days later, uh, we ended up meeting up. Uh, and I said to him, you know, I love it. And I think here, here's what we could do. I mean, if we could make a sandal that was at $30 was an unbelievable value, right? So forget the laces. Let's just make something really great. Put the features in a total comfort, um, uh, great tread, washable air dry, great footbed, all that stuff. Um, if we could do that, then you have something magical here because the laces will, people would be feeling like that's, that's, why not pay 30 if it's worth more than 30 and now I get something that means something to me in the laces. If we could do that and then if 
there was a way that we could find a way to customize on the sandals. So the vision was so that any hockey team, any, any sports team for that matter, as we grew it out, could put their own logos on it and get it for any team. That would be really cool. And so they were like all into it and they're like, Holy smokes. Okay, great, great. How are we going to do it? You know? And, and then I just stopped and looked and I said, I don't know, but what if we could? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I had, I had the relationships that I knew that it, the, but it was more about painting that vision, bringing in some investors to it in which, like I said, the likes of uh, some NHL players like Dustin Brown, who's still in the NHL, Rich Clune, who's in the AHL. And uh, he, he, he was another person that we knew. And then we got some different investors from uh, some interesting places. A few were from New York and wall street side, all hockey fans. Um, but we raised, we went out and raised um, $750,000 US on the vision of what I just told you about without even a sample in hand. <laughs> uh, we were at our first show. That was September of September 2013, when August, September 2013, when we met up. And by January 2014, we were at a trade show where our sandal had just arrived the morning of the trade show. We had a booth, but we didn't have any. It hadn't even got here yet. We hadn't even seen our first one. And we were about to so, and, and anyway, as long as the short as that show went well, and uh, it started from there. So yeah, so it's been six six years of uh, doing this, and lots of lots of good travel, lots of good times, and it's gone well. Jeez, well, you just mentioned travel. So where has this brand, you know, taken you all over yeah. the world? Or well, another funny one I'll relate into Miles because for myself, I uh, travel quite a bit, but. Miles himself hadn't really traveled much, even to the U.S., so it was kind of fun once this got started. Our, our first sandal we actually sold, so in January was when the first sandal landed right before that trade show of 14. Uh, March, had to be March, or no, April, April 2014, uh, the first playoff series was, uh, was or the first round was uh, St. Louis and Chicago. In, in 2014 in St. Louis. And we ended up, our first sandal we ever sold was at, uh, at that game where it went to triple overtime. Wow. So we had done with Stillman, the owner, we had some connections anyways, we got into their shop and through him with the Blues logo on it, on, on our yellow with blue sandals, it was a perfect fit. Uh, we had sent stuff for the team to be outfitted. And anyways, we went to the game and uh, helped actually rack the store inside the arena before and then uh, and then the game went to, yeah, it went, so it was pretty wild experience, especially for me, it was cool to see you get there and it was awesome for me, but for miles, especially for someone who had never even traveled to the U S yet, if you can believe it and to go down and see his own product that he, you know, I mean, I could only imagine for his wow of it all, you know, and then, and he'd never been to uh, an NHL game other than in Toronto and all those things. So it was a really neat way to launch. I got excited just listening to that story. I mean, I, for one, know how hard it is to, to kind of start your own brand and to even get product in front of people's eyes. So that alone is, is just incredible. So, Yeah, and in that first year, um, again, it, it must have just blown a bit of his mind. But uh, we quickly after that time um, in May, then all the product was in. Uh, and we started shipping to retailers and everything. But then we ended up going to the NHL awards uh, that year and down in Vegas. And uh, there's a group there uh, and he's involved in our business too with a little ownership, Dave Pagnotta of the fourth period media group. And they do some uh, gifting suites at these events, whether it's the NHL mm -hmm. all-star or NHL awards and they brands come into there and they uh, it's a, it's 
it's the NHL itself does stuff and so does the NHLPA, but then they have this that Dave does too. That's on the side. It's kind of like on, it, it allows them to get away from the main areas to come and see some other brands and, and relax a bit too. So we, we were involved in that and, and we're set up in, in Dave's gifting suite area. And uh, it was awesome because that's, you know, even with that, we met a lot of the NHL players coming through from the likes of have become good relationships like Brett Burns or uh, Dustin Brown and, and, and a bunch of others. And it was in that one though, where Dustin Brown, that was, that was actually at that one. He ended up taking a lot of interest in it and he actually ended up being uh, part of the ownership uh, after that. So we really met a lot of players that started it, got into a lot of people's hands and then also found some people that uh, uh, wanted to be a part of it too. So it was kind of really neat that way. What? Yeah, Dave's a good guy. I, uh, I actually know Dave. I, I spent some time with him up in, uh, in Toronto. So he's got a good magazine too, for those who don't know that you actually can get a printed version of his magazine. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, that's fun. Yeah. We've been in the, the, the magazine when he does those things. It's great. He puts on great events. What was it for Dustin Brown that made him decide like, I have to get invested in this company. Yeah. This is awesome. And then like, Tell us about that experience of working with, you know, a huge NHL player like that. You know, with that stuff, it was pretty, pretty easy because of the type of product it was, right? And being a small, small business, and it was just a, a small, a small play for him. But uh, Nicole actually was the one that was more probably involved too. And so she's very businesslike and things, I think, with all their stuff too. So she's uh, very smart. And uh, so she was kind of part of it. And even Dave, who knows him well enough too, and Dave is part of our thing. Like I said, it, it's kind of was easier because of that interface of having someone like that involved. And that's cool, I guess, with small businesses, if you're lucky enough, is strategic type investors that, you know, are connected in some spaces that you may want to go. You're like, if, if this is a, a, an idea for people too listening in, uh, you just want to, yeah, you want to be smart. Sometimes not how big of their piece that they are, but um and sometimes if you ask for too much, then they, they have to do a lot more due diligence and a lot more thinking about it than something smaller and, and, and just getting them involved, right? So that's another another thing too sometimes is to, to early on not to get too caught up in your valuation or your if this piece is a small piece, then just whatever works, you know what I mean? Because the value of people is often more than money until something really gets really big, you know what I mean? Then obviously you got to look more tightly at it and stuff. So um ask for less and you probably get more is what i kind of is the lesson i'd say early on you said the blues were the first team to wear the the summer skate that was the first and the first sandal even ever sold we had one partner from that time frame september 13 to getting that example we had in january that's not a long time to get an, a product finished but even more so because in that window we had somebody that was going to supply us and do everything for us that was a huge footwear player in the industry in canada uh and for all the big players of Walmart and Target at the time, like they they just knew how to do footwear in Canada. And they they loved our product and they were helping us design it. And we were all good to go waiting to sort of get in like a couple, like our last three samples to choose what we were going with. And all of a sudden I get a text. I'm in Atlantis in the Bahamas and it says, we're out. This is November. I'm like, what do you mean you're out? I got to, when I get back, I'm supposed to fly to Calgary to meet with FGL Sports to talk about putting it in their their stores, you know, to us, it was pretty emotional. We're like, Oh my gosh, like we're ready to go. Um, but what's funny is one of my other investors in Toronto is a good friend I grew up with. He goes out that night after I told him and he's like, he's like all down. And his buds are like, what do you, what's dude, what's wrong? He goes, Oh man, that, that 
business with my bud, you know, going the other way, he's talking, you know, with the sandals and the hockey stuff. It, uh, we were supposed to have our partner and they just fell through. So now I don't know how that's going to go. And his buddies around the table go, well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We got, we got our, your buddy X, X, Y, Z here. He goes, what do you mean? He, uh, and he goes, uh, they go, uh, Adrian. And he goes, who's Adrian? And they're like, Adrian, the guy that grew up with your wife that lives in Asia and knows fashion and he does all this stuff. And so literally the next day he calls me, I call Adrian. And ever since we've been partners and he helped us really invent the sandal that I described. And he even added his own gift of being in the game of that stuff a little bit. And his, and his wife had some experience in that stuff together. We, we not only created it that fast and it was better than where we were going, but it got there that fast by January to have that sample that everybody loves. So you start with good people, you're good people. You just have to figure out if there's fits at different times for things. But um, yeah, so. I mean, to me, that sounds cool. like such a story of resilience, you know, not giving up. And even though, you know, the world comes crashing down when your suppliers like we're out, so many people would take that and, you know, you go, all right, well, forget it. We're not we're not going to do it. They're out. It's over, you know, and then there's something else that happens, a conversation, something else inspires something and it could keep it going. It's just, if, if you just keep going and talking about it and like you said, being a good person, I think yeah. you'll yeah. end up on the path you need to be, you know, that was not the path you were supposed to go on. That was not the person who was supposed to make the shoes because the other guy made a better and did something even, you know, it was even better of a relationship. So, I mean, I think a lot of people don't understand the process of building these partnerships, um, especially on a brand level, especially when you're working with, you know, a, a hockey league or any kind of a sports league. So can you kind of walk us through the process of what it's like to, to work to get a partnership with the league or a team or, or a player? Yeah. You, you know, one of the things I think for is always these early on is going to the shows, whether it's um, retailer shows or then it's um, uh, industry shows, you know, if, if you have something good and, and, and so on and you and you go, you got to spend the money to go to those, but there's lots of people around. So if you have a good product and you know, you got, you know, the personality you got, you got an edge, you got something that's different. When you go to those over the first few years of your business, that, that can be huge to just run into people, whether it's in the social things or just coming around as, as people do. We had, I mentioned Dustin Brown and, and Rich Clune that were in, in our business. Well, what had happened at some, at one of these NHL related events that we would go to and meeting people, uh, got to meet Matt Duchesne and Matt Duchesne is a really interesting guy, really, uh, does a lot for a lot of, lot of, lot of causes and, and community and Christian real strong that way. And he's just a good, real strong human being, but he had an interest in this stuff. But what was funny with him is he loves, if he hadn't played hockey, he would have been into doing something like this. Like he likes apparel and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, so it was funny cause then he not the music in, career apparel. And, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Music career, like his country music and apparel and that stuff. But what happened was, uh, so he's interested. He said, well, you're gonna have to talk to my agent. So his agent CAA. So then I end up talking to, uh, CAA and like uh, Judd Moldover, who is Matthew's agent. And he left from there now to go to, or Wasserstein group or whatever he did there. But at the time I'm on the phone all of a sudden with Judd Moldover. It was kind of cool. 
And I started to explain the business and say, Hey, here's what we're offering. Like something like this, like nothing too big. And, and Judd goes, well, I don't, I think I'm going to have to direct you to the NHLPA because as soon as you're over two athletes, then the NHLPA has to be involved in what the deal is because they got to make sure that it's kind of fair and look out for the, you know, how things are being done. So they have these different protections in. So along the short is like, I was like, okay, that's new to me. I didn't know how that worked, but uh, it ended up with the, the NHLPA that uh, they informed me that, excuse me, if you were going to get a third person in, the deals you had done originally, if you were fine to do them, right? Like how small they were and what you were doing. But if Matt comes in, it's going to have to be like this much, like, and they all get it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, all right, Matt, we'll just be giving you some nice product. You know what I mean? And, uh, but, but what happened was then they said, but what you could do is why don't you, have you ever considered doing the NHLPA license? And I go, well, what's that? They go, well, we have a contract for all the players that we can do their name and numbers on products. And we manage that because there's so many companies that could do that. And there's no way each individual for that type of stuff is going to want to manage that. So I was like, okay, well, well, what's that going to be? You know what I mean? And then, yeah. How much is that? There was like anything with licensing minimum guarantee and, and a royalty percentage, but it's, you know, once you felt like what you could do with the amount of sales that you'd get to that minimum guarantee, then that royalty percentage, paying it based on what you sell more or less, you know, the minimum's not necessarily that if you don't sell as much as you thought you were going to sell, but if you're clear that minimum, you're, you're just basically playing a variable percentage. That's a lot better than what the scenario was to add a third person and pay them a bunch of money and give them a bunch of equity, you know? So who actively wears the, the summer skates, like who of the players are you, who it's cause they can't buy into the company. So who's yeah. just like happy to be rocking the, the skates. We have guys like, like a Brent Burns has been a, a avid wearer so much where we've done his own custom logos for him, uh, his double dragon Burnsy logo. <laughs> and then he has a ranch down in Texas that you sometimes see with all those animals. So he has some logos there. So we've done some like that for him. I mentioned Matt Duchesne. We've done logos for his cottage that he's got. He's got his, uh, his own logo so he can dish out some sandals to friends when they come there. Um, uh, let's see. We, we, oh, the through Matt Nieto, Nieto. He, he outfitted the team in Colorado at one time too that was that was kind of neat and and again we did San Jose um Tavares uh his his, his girlfriend Aaron uh when they were with the Islanders reached out and and picked up the Tavares sandal for uh, a bunch of the fa like family and extended so that was kind of a, a, a fun one there so obviously they do but a really cool one uh is is Joe Thornton so when, when Joe Thornton signed his contract for 8 million, that extension, that famous one, like a couple of years ago, I'll call it famous. Cause he was on, I think he was back home in London and he was on a tractor. Right. And he's signing his contract on a tractor. He's wearing the money shirt, uh, you know, the TM, TMT, whatever money shirt. And then he had the, the uh, summer skates on, on a tractor, like a big, like kind of like farm tractor type thing. And so that was, that was a pretty cool photo, you know? Uh, and that's what drove it home. So there's a lot of them, that where I'm the other day, I just haven't seen on Instagram is it was Delzato. And all of a sudden he's just hanging out. It's just a photo and you scroll through and all of a sudden I'm like, hang on, he's wearing, he's wearing some summer skates. You know what I mean? So this is my point. They have lots of money. And, and what I love the most is that, that they, they wear them. You know what I mean? Like they could wear anything they want, but they get it. They get it. They're, it's a good product, but it's also part of who they are. So I think there's a lot of the NHL guys that we've either got them to, or they 
bottom. We see, you see orders come across like uh, Gianta. Now that he's done, he ordered them up for his team or, or Chris Pronger has done them for in St. Louis for some of the teams when he was there for the kids teams. And he still may be coaching teams there. So you'll see names that you're like, Oh, wow. You know what I mean? You'll just like, is that really that? And then you see the, you know, and you connect up and you're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, well, wait, so when like Pronger puts in an order and you see the name come through, like, you know, just like last name, whatever, you know, this is the order for him. Are you going like, oh, wait, we should do this for free? Should we charge him more? Should we charge him less? Like, what's that thought process? I think for any, any of us, us companies out here that do stuff, there are things where you're you're giving out the product promotionally or other things like right. um, other times when it's like for a team and a lot of times they won't like in that example, wouldn't want it. Like Chris on that would have met him at something before got my information. But all of a sudden that when I recall, I just got an email saying, Hey, I want to do this for my team and blah, blah, blah. So sometimes you don't know, like you're open to that. Like you're, you know, that you would do something like that. But on the same time, a lot of them are like, Oh no, Hey, I want to pay for them. You know what I mean? Like they get it too. Cause they, they know the difference between a giant business with massive marketing and, smaller they definitely help you you know um if they post it and uh how they support you that way so you're always trying to balance that like i, I don't want to be too much on it that way either like it's like you know because i like to get to meet people and like them through they are all those ones i've mentioned over the ones that have been cool with us are really cool human beings like i mean mm -hmm. these guys are doing some really good stuff like the, especially those nhl names that i've been firing around they're they're top brass you know so I'm not trying to you know, take too much advantage of that, but if they love our product and they want to do something with it, then I'm more like, Hey, thank you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. too much. Like if I give you this, give me that, that, that part, that's, that's where I think it's helped that we've never been that way. Really? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's stay on the story train here before we hit record. Uh, you told us an incredible story having to do with a tiny little name. Um, can you can you retell that story for uh, for everyone listening? When I, I moved back in 2005 to to Canada, uh, we ended up moving to Newmarket, and um, at the time I didn't realize that where we moved to is right around the corner, eight houses basically from where the McDavids live in Newmarket. So uh, I didn't even know it's, he would have been seven at the time, and he every day I get back seven. I'd say 7 p.m. at night. My wife would say it was nine on average, but he was out in the driveway and he had an older brother that was a couple of years older and then his dad and his dad would always be in the net and it wasn't a huge driveway either. So they would be flying on their rollerblades or in the winter, just ripping around, but especially the summer on the rollerblades. But I never really thought about it. And I always knew in Newmarket, there is the kid that they always talked about. And they just said, there's this kid that's going to be the next Gretzky from Newmarket didn't put two and two together at all. Like we're talking over eight years. I was just normal thing with the family on the weekend, heading up just out of our driveway, just going up to the, the, the stop sign and they're right on a corner. Well, there was, as I'm pulling up on the front lawn for them is Bobby Orr in a, in khaki pants and a, and a blue button down shirt. And then these two other guys with them that are in suits, like black suits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's looking like, you know, the Godfather was with them right there and it was. So, but what do you do when you see Bobby Orr, you recognize that, that person. And so I, I'm driving, but all of a sudden I just put up my hand, almost hit my wife beside me in the car because, you know, you just react. And, but I forgot about the car in front of me. So I almost smashed right into the car, probably slammed on the brakes. So big screech, they look over. It was a pretty funny situation, but all in that moment at the same time, I realized, Oh my God, this is the kid that, everybody's been talking about a new markets now it's he's 15 everybody knows the name now and i was just like holy smokes 
Connor McDavid. That's that. I didn't even put it together. I knew his dad's name. I knew the first name. I'd never thought of the last name because they're neighbors, right? You just, you know, um, and my wife looks at me and goes, yeah, you didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All I can say is he, he, he earned it. I mean, it was that idea of how many hours you have to put in. That was incredible to see having the gift, but then the time and is to go with that a couple years ago, maybe even a year ago on, uh, after hours after an Edmonton Oilers game they, they were talking to him and he said the thing they asked him what do they think was the key to his speed and how he is so like with all these super athletes how can you be that much better at acceleration and he said it was uh, rollerblading so it's funny because I was like yeah I saw that <laughs> I thought you were gonna crash into my car like seven times coming out the corner and you could cut and turn like on a dime you know in those things yeah. um, so it, that one made me really laugh when I heard him on that late night thing saying that because I had been telling people for the last four or five years like well you don't understand is the reason he is that it's roll I'm telling you it's rollerblade it's murder so for him to say it was pretty cool <laughs> you finally felt validated and you're like I told you I I've been saying this all along it's the rollerblading yeah Plus- another guy another guy that's an awesome uh, an incredible person like I said like the ones that you see him and he'll, he'll talk to you and stuff like that. Uh, if you cross, uh, his, his path and, and the parents are awesome. And, uh, so I see, you know, see them at some of these events and stuff too. And, uh, but very personable and, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing it right. He's, he's, he's a good, another good human out there doing it like at the top of the level, but we'll give the time, time to people to make them feel like, you know, have a good conversation. Let's put it that way. Just not a flyby. Any other good stories you want to share that are like that one or? Whether it's, uh, you know, Vinny with the sauce kits and stuff that we're cool with very much so over all these years and uh, or out in uh, LA area pack rank with uh, Brad Serkin and, his, and and their business out there or it's hockey yeah, rap. Wearing hockey it right now. Are you wearing pack rank? Beautiful. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, or it's the, uh, uh let's 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 see like blade shades and the ultimate fan cave out in victoria there and and uh jordy and ken who are amazing friends you got hockey wraparound with uh lee and matt west uh matt eastman sorry i was gonna say westwood but east eastman uh uh the penalty and that's those are businesses then you got ones like um uh my custom sports chair another group of ones here that do customization like we do on set on sandals on stuff so uh ricky walton in that group um what happens over time is you start to build these relationships. There's even the penalty box group in this Drew Lane that does so much stuff for charity. What happens is you become, and butt ends, Rob, Rob Lalonde from butt ends, amazing people that we've met that run all these passionate little businesses. And we do all sorts of stuff together. So if we're at events, we'll say, how can we come all together to do stuff? Like when we went to LA for NHL all-star when it was a hundred, we went out early and we went up the coast and we did videos with all of our products together right with drones and cool stuff like that it's so cool to have that part of a almost uh uh a fraternal like sororal whatever that that connection to a group of people that are in the same sort of challenges getting curveballs all the time but trying to grow brands know they're taking a risk having a passion and they're all connected into uh the game of hockey in the instance of all those ones that i I listed there and there's probably a few that I missed that are going to hear this and go, Hey, why, why, why did you punch me in there, Kev? You know, you let me down, you know? Well, yeah. I would say, and, and since you've worked in all sorts of industries in the corporate space, what you just described of the hockey community of people all doing their own thing, deciding to like work together and be BFFs and, 
and have these real relationships and friendships because of hockey. Would you say that you've only seen this ever in hockey? Like, does this happen in the baseball markets? Does this happen in the football market? I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's only in hockey. Yeah, and it, I, think, I think you're right. And, and I think part of it is that hockey has its own little niche products. It's where the big ones have focused on the core products, but it left the accessory side more to people that had to be entrepreneurial to bring those solutions and and come up with a business model that's lean because you're only going to sell so many units right it's so it's like for the big boys sometimes it might not be well that's just another skew and we're only going to sell this much of it compared to we outfit all the skates and the sticks and the helmets and that so i think that might be the difference there so what are the next steps for uh for summer skates got new product you got spill it coming out here for christmas time so kind of mid-october We've got a new one that was an all black lace sandal, just black laces, no tracers, Ooh. just straight. So basically all the comfort that everybody's loved and having that look of the laces with the tracers and the, you know, that make up the skate. Now, now it's the one where you can have it. So if you're going to a nice patio dinner or something, you can fire those on and they look so sharp. And then we've got uh, tragically hip, which is a band from Canada. So, and they were big into hockey and Gord died of cancer too as well. So there's a lot of connections there, but uh, we're going to have that license there to uh, do some of their marks and then even their um, uh, album covers and stuff like that. So you think the sandals are cool, but we're also working on having like a six pack or, or four pack of koozies that could have the different maybe album covers on them, that type of thing. So it's kind of fun to have, you know, for fans of that, then they're like, well, you're outside on the patio then you know whose drink is whose because you've got this album cover. You've got that one. And it's still the hockey laces you're gripping too. So it kind of brings, we call it grip your game, but it's an amazing feel to be feeling those laces while you're enjoying, you know, your your beverage of choice. People are writing out their Christmas lists right now. So, yeah. you know, you've <laughs> you got it going. Well, before we uh, let you tell everybody where to buy everything, we're going to ask you our, our final now three questions that we always ask all our guests. Um, we have expanded our question and we'll, we'll explain the last <laughs> question at the end. But uh, who is your favorite hockey hunk? That's a weird one. Eh? My favorite hockey hunk. You know what? The funny answer to that is probably going to be uh, someone like, it would probably be someone like Chris Letang. That guy's that guy's style. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we've we Chris is another one I didn't mention. He he's been very good over the years when we've met him at stuff. And again, a super nice person. Uh, but he is all style. That guy has has it down. And now, who is your favorite hockey lady? Favorite hockey lady. Ah, that's um, hmm. Um, you know what? Probably. Probably beer league, beer league beauty. Probably <laughs> there's there's a few right beer league beauty, beer league blondie, and all that. But you know, going back to Nicole Court, who's beer league beauty. She over the years she's done a lot of different stuff, but she was always at a lot of events and and such. A, she's works really hard even at the stuff when she was doing her influencer stuff and everything else. And she still does some of that. But uh, but as far as uh, somebody who loves the game of hockey. Has, has insane skills too as an influencer and tricks and stuff that she can do. Um, she's a lot of fun. So yeah, she'd probably be my, my favorite hike. Hopefully you're listening to Cole. So you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate that. <laughs> well, we had beer league Blondie on uh, the yeah. house of hockey too. So she was oh, raving about uh, Nicole beer league uh, beauty and just like, was like, she's the best 
I love her so much. She's so cool. She's so like, so this is the second time we've uh, gotten some shout outs for her here. Now, this is our new third question we're going to ask everybody because it's become a running joke slash theme of all of our, not all of our guests, but a handful of them. Yeah. Do you have, most of them, do you have a Sidney Crosby story? Well, yeah, good. not a bad one. That's kind of cool, but nothing, nothing insane. So it's more about Miles, my my partner, and all this stuff. That he, he Sidney Crosby is like, you know, he's a 1991, right? This is when Miles was born. So Sidney Crosby is what he grew up on. Where for me, it could have been Gretzky, you know, in, in the late 70s, early when I was a real young kid. So um, yeah, so we were at just out at one of the things afterwards, and then they'll have a VIP area and stuff like that, and. So it was, I knew that for miles and, and you're interacting with a lot of the guys, right. But a, a Crosby's usually not going to be one. And all of a sudden I was over talking with a bunch or whatever. And then I, I kind of turn around there's, and then miles, then seeing miles over there hanging out with them and, and a bunch of them and right in there. And so like for a good hour and change, he was over there uh, with his idol, you know what I mean? And, 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 and having a good time. And everybody was, it was, it was kind of that. So there's nothing bad about it. It's just a good story that, uh, he got to meet him and that he, he, you know, for him seeing his idol and then meeting him and seeing that he's a good, actually a good person for miles on that one. Uh, Crosby proved out true to being uh, a, a pretty good, pretty good guy and pretty conversational and stuff like that. So. And you're rocking his koozie. I am koozie. And I have sent like his coach that co- coached him out in Cole Harbor has ordered summer skates and that stuff too. That was the famous coach. That, I've, that that coach those those kids out there and even McKinnon and stuff like that from out there. So I got to go to dinner with Patty Kane. That was a fun one. That uh, you waited this long to tell me you went to dinner with Patty Kane. Yeah, it was cool. It was with CAA where I said I made some relationships over time. It was after that that I was able to go to a dinner that uh, I was fortunate to do with, uh, and it was Seth Jones, Patty Kane, and David David Pasternak. And they, they're fun, fun. Pasta? Fun. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's oh, probably the most hilarious interesting guy in, in the game. He had a jacket on that had, he had obviously just a black jacket, but he had obviously wanted some sort of rose decal on it. <laughs> he must have iron pressed it on himself because it was falling off. <laughs> it, oh, my it totally, gosh. It totally didn't look like And then we pointed it out to him, and he was just hilarious about it and laughing. He's a, he's a really – jovial like you talk about a personality and a very nice guy to talk to people to and engage his people from what i that dinner but seeing it elsewhere and then that thing where he was not he was loving getting made fun of for the fact that we you know it was this yeah. iron on press on rose or whatever it was of something on his jacket but uh okay wait is patty kane as showtime as he is with his like does he live up to the nickname of showtime yeah no so that was what was funny about it is there he was very calm and he, he was around a couple of his Four people like whatever so he was yeah no I, I think he uh that was a, just a nice dinner night after the whole thing so that was that was a pretty relaxed setup for him cool and uh again conversational uh and then Seth Jones he's a Seth's awesome I've run into him now a bunch of times at these things and and then uh and then uh Amy his 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 mom who's like a super hockey like she is right yeah. into it so a lot of times at these things I've sat beside her and like, at these, and, and she is into it. Like she's excited about the game. And uh, well, she's got two sons in the NHL because her other mm-hmm. son, I think it's Colby or whatever too now in Edmonton. Um, but she's, she's super awesome. And, and it was funny during these playoffs, all of a sudden I saw a post on her thing and she had her 
Jones her, her Jones sandals up saying, hey, game whatever tonight for the Blue Jackets. Let's go. Uh, so we, we texted back and forth on that a bit too. But she's uh, – yeah, so you meet parents too that are awesome. There you go. So where can fans find and buy Summer Skates? Where can they find you on social media? Yeah. So everything's at Summer Skates. You know, one word, summer and skates together uh, as far as Instagram and Twitter stuff goes. Uh, and then as far as uh, websites, again, www.summerskates.com. So that's all pretty straightforward. And then we will be launching at, uh, at Christmas here too when you buy a pair of NHL player sandals that you'll get a matching koozie with the player name and number on it too, which is always pretty it's, popular. It's, uh, it's a nice little gift because uh, though we don't sell them when we do, <laughs> eventually they'll probably be like a $10 item. So it's a nice little add-on for your purchase, like a good value there. Uh, and then the other cool thing, I guess, is that's the consumer, but we also, for the teams, like we have the 12 pair minimum. So any team, we can get them their own custom set of sandals and we turn it around in less than 15 business days is our guarantee, but it's normally less than 10 business days um, that we would be from when you order it to when we're shipping you. Um, and uh, so that's an option. And then we also do fundraising where we have these web stores we can set up that teams can do a fundraiser and the prices are the same as if they'd be on our website but they can also put their team logo up there and 25% of the proceeds go back to the team. Another partnership that's very important is uh, you can play. So the, you can play logo is one that we'll be launching as well. And proceeds of that, uh, a portion of that will go back to you can play project too as well. So that's a, a new one. That's not really out there yet, but it'll be out there anytime. Maybe so no, that's, that's inside information really, but by the end of this week, we should be up and going. So sort of in October, like I said, so that's, uh, uh, we're excited about that. They do a lot with, obviously, the NHL does a lot. You know, they, each team has a night where you can play too. That's very good. Well, lots of exciting things coming for the brand. And we were super excited to bring you on. Thank you for all the stories that you've told and all the good that you've been doing and, and helping spread the uh, awareness of the sport and helping others and other brands and teams and everyone feeling like they're super involved. So thank you cool. so much. Well, I'll definitely get you guys suited up and, and for your for the podcast there, if you want to give away a couple pairs somehow, mm-hmm. some way or whatever, you figure okay. out how you want to do it. But uh, just let me know who those two winners are and they can get themselves, they can pick a whatever pair off the website and we'll, we'll send the matching koozies with it too so that they can uh, enjoy that here for uh, uh, heading into, uh, I guess, the gap in between the <laughs> NHL. Yes, <laughs> but it's kind of yeah. weird. Right? But yeah, at least they can... Uh, get themselves suited up and, and enjoy it and, and get something out of uh, being a lucky winner off your podcast. Hell yeah. Thank you. That's so nice of you. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for coming over to our house of hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for house of hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.